Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, Shagun Maria, The Spiritual Homegirl, and we are back with another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Now before we get started... Y'all know I can't do any episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are in podcast land, you choose to lend me your ears once a week for about an hour or so. And I hella appreciate that. But for some of y'all, y'all been lending me your ears for the past five weeks or 35 days. So thank you, boo. I really appreciate it. So just a reminder, my girl Amina Austin and I, and Amina, if you don't remember, she was a podcast guest, crystal expert. She has her company called Analogy of the Healing Tree. She and I will be doing a clubhouse room today at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, talking about crystals. And for those who don't know, on top of doing everything I do already, (laughs) I also host three rooms a week on um, on Clubhouse. It's like a little live podcast, radio party line type of situation, but We're talking about different topics under the whole realm of crystals. So today's topic is going to be about crystals for cleansing and um, or how to clean crystals as well. Um, If I remember correctly, I think that's I think that's what it is. I think she was saying from like an energizing standpoint. Either way, you can tap into the room and hear exactly the topic that she wanted to bring to the table today. But um, for those who don't know, man, if y'all been missing out, don't sleep. The first week we did how to spot if a crystal was fake. The second week we did crystals for protection. And, you know, we're on our third week. And it's been pretty fun to see how these rooms play out because you can talk to people all over the world. It's pretty cool. Um, and for those who don't know, I do another room on Mondays with my girl, Delora Guignon, the Mind Sex Mentor. That's called Mind Sex Mondays. And then on Thursdays, my homeboy, Texas Kelly, who's an entertainment host, and he currently works for Billboard News. He and I do a room about authenticity one-on-one. So that's on app, off app, on camera, off camera, um, personal or virtual or in-person or virtual, I should say. And in and out of the workplace, you know what I mean? In terms of like just how you show up and different topics within that. So I do a little something for everybody three times a week over there on the clubhouse. So, um, yeah, so I want to talk about today's topic, which is going to be we don't have to be the one to answer to everything that calls our name. And what I mean by that is drama and fighting and things that are like sometimes people's whole mission, whether it's for a period of time in life or for life. As I usually say, whether it's a period of time in their lives or for life, some people are just going to be dedicated to getting a rise out of you. They're going to throw the microaggressions. They're going to throw the jabs. They're going to hide their hands. They might be out overt or outright. They may spread lies. They may have, you know, their different narratives. And I can understand it being hurtful because, you know, when we mind our business, the people go out their way. Sometimes, you know, it can it can be taken personally, very personally, because it's like, dang, I'm out of my business. And here you come over here, just start mess. But I wanted to remind people that although sometimes you may have to answer that call and do what you got to do. At some point, we have to because I say we are never above my own advice. Sometimes we have to at some point draw the line in terms of what we're going to choose the answer to. Like, let's keep it a thousand. I love dogs, right? But if I'm walking on the street and I see a chihuahua barking at me, I'm not going to trip. If I see a cocker spaniel barking at me, I'm not going to trip. I might see a a golden, you know, a golden retriever or a Labrador or something barking. 
I'm not going to trip. Rob Wallers and pit bulls. Uh, I, I mean, now mind you, this is if we in the streets now. If we in the street, there ain't no, ain't no fence and no nothing, then I'm going to be like, all right. I'm not going to trip, but I need to make sure I, I start checking to see how I respond to this animal, right? I start thinking about it a little more. If there's a cane corso barking at me, or like what's going on right now, these random coyotes all over South Central, if one of them start barking and snarling, I'm about to be like, all right, I might I might have to respond to this. In, or whether it's running, whether it's whatever little trick you got to do to survive when you about to get attacked by an animal. That is what I mean when I say watching how you respond or what you respond to. There's a lot of chihuahua people and a lot of chihuahua ass behavior that we respond to. I say we again because I'm never above my own advice. I have done it before and I'm never going to act like I ain't done it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Um, and there's been a lot of cocker spaniel, poodleish, Labrador, golden retriever stuff too that we give our attention. And at some point we have to learn when to conserve and cut out. Just like the little song, know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know to run. That's that's true. Regardless of a song, it's, it's pretty relevant. Sometimes we just have to know, like, everything that calls our name does not require an answer. You know what I'm saying? Only you're going to know what works in terms of your line. You know what I'm saying? But I do think that everybody should have a line. That to me, I consider that a boundary. How much foolery, fuckery, whatever you want to call it, drama, what have you, mess. How much of this am I going to entertain if I'm going to entertain it before I disengage or at what point do I engage? So I just wanted to put that on everybody's mind, a quick self-check in terms of, you know, what BS do we choose to respond to and why and how and maybe it's the criteria of who. And then it's almost like a well- who are they to even want this attention? Are they even worth the attention? And if they aren't, how do we adjust from giving people that are used to getting our attention based off of cutting up and throwing tantrums and acting a fool? When do we start to diminish their access to our, our energy? Or when do we just cut them loose and realize they, they can't even be in the venue? Like y'all heard the last couple of episodes I did. You got to watch my glow up from outside the venue. At what point do we send these folks to the nosebleeds? Like I said in that episode, or even at what point, where do we like, at what point do we send them back to the house? You know what I'm saying? So it's, I just wanted to put that on y'all and see what y'all thought. Let me know what you thought about it. But um, I just wanted to keep it short. It is Saturday. I want people to enjoy that day. Um, I hope y'all catching up on the podcast. If you have not tapped in lately, Tribe Letter goes out Monday. Don't forget to sign up at spiritualhomegirl.shop or you can click the link in my show notes. I'm working on switching podcast hosts. Um, it's really funny because I'm on one host telling them that I'm going to drop them at some point. <laughs> My bad, but that's coming up soon. So um, if you have been listening on Anchor, thank you very much. I don't know how much longer I will be on this particular um, app. So if you want to mosey on over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Acast, Overcast, um, Spotify, definitely do so. It's going to be a lot of changes coming up. I told you we had year five, year five in well, 2021, September 15th. That'll be the fifth birthday of Spiritual Homegirl. And it's just certain things that we just can't do in year five. Sometimes you just got to 
really make different moves and and make better um make better choices and upgrade how things are done when you've been doing certain things for a while so that's what we on this year like we just got to make sure that year five we do things to you know a little bit differently into the best of our ability for a year five platform. So that's where we are at with it. Also, um, what else did I say? Tribe Letter, I mentioned Clubhouse earlier. Oh, you, of course, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at Spiritual Homegirl. You can also find me on Patreon at Spiritual Homegirl. I'm just really excited. Every time I, I didn't got so, <laughs> I'm so used to doing the links and taking forever to do them in terms of how to get in touch with me. I'm so used to, if you hear about old episodes, you'd be like, dang, she wrapped those off quick. I guess this daily podcast and marathon has made me remember my links much easier because it's easier to rattle them off to the point where I pause because I'm used to still talking about them. So I'm just like, wow, I blew through that kind of quickly. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh man, it's amazing how things like you can feel and and understand things are growing even in real time when you do something consistently. So this daily podcast, the marathon, is teaching me such a great lesson about consistency, and I'm really proud about that. So yeah, y'all, I want to hold you. Enjoy your Saturday. This has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria. I'll catch you at Clubhouse at twelve Pacific, three Eastern. And remember, trust the journey and trust yourself. Peace. This episode has been produced by producer extraordinaire Jason Trichodemics Valerio.